What's up, everybody? And welcome to the first episode of my first podcast, which I would like to call the little podcast or whatever. With your girl, your favorite play cousin, your fearless leader, the Biblio Geek. Yeah, right. So allow me to introduce myself. I'm a frustrated writer, former teacher, cracker of jokes, founding member of the Ain't Shitterati, and lover of all things literary, hip-hop, feline, and black. Rah. Now, I have been tossing around the whole podcast idea for over a year now, and to be honest, I didn't really know much about podcasts. I didn't even start listening to podcasts until last year, which was the one about the Vietnamese high school girl who was murdered and her Muslim bo- boyfriend was arrested. Serial, that's the one. And I didn't really know like how popular these things were, but I knew that a lot of my friends preferred audiobooks. So one day I just kind of threw it out on a Facebook page. Hey, listen, does anybody listen to podcasts and which ones do you like? And a whole bunch of people came back with suggestions and Serial seemed to be on most of the list. So I checked it out. I then branched out to other ones after that, including Lovey Ajayi and Yvonne Orji's Jesus and Jolof, and The Read with Kid Fury and Crystal, both of which are my faves. And I thought, shoot, I could do that. I mean, not that I got a whole lot of world changing stuff to say or anything, but every now and then I say something deep and profound. And hopefully I can time it right so that it happens right when I'm in front of this here microphone. So... Yeah, a show and shit. Where I'm recording myself talking about a whole bunch of stuff I love and find interesting, right? And sprinkle it every now and then with something clever and insightful. Got it. Maybe teach y'all something every now and then? Absolutely. Maybe cuss a little bit? You damn right. Okay, so after working on the structure and all of that, I needed a name. about that podcast name. So a couple of years ago, I started a blog. Y'all remember Blogspot, right? Yeah, it was on there. So back then I was blogging pretty regularly. I'd say at the very least once a week. And in February, I was doing a blog a day challenge where I was cranking one out every day. I was doing it mostly for personal reasons, not for attention or anything, mostly um, doing it to get my writing muscles, which had pretty much atrophied at that time. And I was trying to get them warmed up and strong again, right? So sometime during this this time, I ran into this little raggedy woman I know who I used to work with. And uh, I ran into her at the grocery store. Fun fact, never liked her. She was, you know, one of those people who always seems to come up in stories where raggedy stuff go down, like her name always seems to come up. Um, and she smiled too much. That I, you, I don't trust people who smile all the time. Like you don't have a resting face. Like your, your muscles are always in like a grinning rictus, like all the time, fam. So I always kept our interactions sporadic because I didn't trust her. Right? Okay. So, anyway, you know how when you're out in public and you spot someone you know who is just whack and messy and exhausting and you think, 
oh God, I hope she didn't see me. And then all of a sudden she turns around and catches you looking and you try to play it off like you didn't see her so that you can say, oh, I didn't see you when she tries to bust you out on Facebook or whatever. But she had already spotted me and my cart had a sticky wheel on it. You know, you know how you, some of them carts had a one wheel that all of a sudden will just stop turning and your whole cart just stops and you trying to pick it up and move it and try to skirt it around the corner and all that kind of stuff. And I was trying to yank this thing around and speed off in the other direction, but she caught up to me. So there I was pretending to not see this woman and being all obvious and she spotted me and she came right up to me. Now, she she's the type who thrives off mess. I mean, she lives off a diet of fat back, gossip, seltzer water, lies, and menthol cigarettes, probably. I don't know. And she is the master of hateration in the dancery and not giving the sister no credit for nothing. And she's like the second to the last person you fight in the Mortal Kombat hate edition. Not the last, though. Forget forget that. She ain't that cold. She second to the last, though. She beastie. But anyway, so, you know, she stayed not giving somebody any credit for being dope, right? So, first thing out of her dry throat is, Hey, you still doing your little blog or whatever? Like that. Like, little blood. And she did that whole hand, the flip, you know, your little thing or whatever. And you flip the hand or whatever. Mm -hmm. Just out here throwing darts. But with a big old chap lip smile with lipstick on her front teeth. They're just raggedy. And, you know, I didn't quite know how to handle that back then because I was distracted. You know what I'm saying? Uh, saying my mind was on getting this bread and cereal and almond milk and rice and getting home because if my memory serves me correctly this was in December and a huge snowstorm was coming okay so I just said yes you know absolutely I am still doing that little blog and I just kind of stood there and stared at her until she got uncomfortable and found someone else in the store whose dream she could demolish so fast forward to a couple of weeks ago when I was thinking about what to call this podcast and I was trying to think of something witty and cute and brief and then this incident popped in my head so here we are with the little podcast or whatever now I realize that this is just episode one and my audience at this point will probably only consist of about seven people, but in the unlikelihood that somebody stumbles on this podcast and wonders who the hell I am, I'd like to start with a one-time occurrence of a segment I'd like to call, Who the Hell Am I? Well, I am a Milwaukee native frustrated writer, former educator, former background singer, former asymmetrical haircut and bamboo earring wearing knucklehead girl, avid reader, movie connoisseur, progeny of a dancer and a soldier, hey mom, hey dad, baby sister to a superhero, hey Rhea, high school crush turned girlfriend to a track star, hey Chris, collector of books and black exploitation flicks, uh, lover of all things hip hop, like I said before, lupus survivor, a walking, breathing, and napping vault of musical trivia, hater of nothing but avoider of all things black licorice and jacquees, and lastly, 
the dopest cat lady you know. Meow. Now that we've got that out of the way, what should you expect from this podcast? I am glad you asked. You'll get book, movie, and music reviews, social commentary. I'll keep the political commentary to a minimum because y'all get enough of that already. We'll have random musings about food, television, relationships, weird news stories, and every once in a while, I'll ask one of my awesome friends and or family members to chime in. I'm not going to even promise a regular schedule because the way my immune system is set up, so... Let's get it going with a random musing today, all right? All right. So, we're a couple of days away from Thanksgiving, and I'm happy. Despite its bloody and racist beginnings, my family gets together on this national holiday to cook and eat good food and be all in each other's faces and just be ourselves. To be honest, we've never actually celebrated Thanksgiving. We just use that day off to eat a whole bunch of food and spend time with our loved ones. But this is a really stressful time for some of us. Yeah, I mean, we could get into the whole discussion about the stress of having to cook all the food or having family at the house, but I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about something way more stressful than that. I'm talking about the office potluck. Now, when all of these toxic, soul-crushing, anxiety-triggering workplaces capitalizing on the season of good will to make a big show of how well everybody gets along when in reality everybody is hanging on to civility by a glue caked eyelash and numbing themselves with bargain coffee in order to ease the stabbies now i'm lucky i work in an awesome work environment where people genuinely care about each other no i'm not going to tell you where because some of y'all raggedy goats will just show up with resumes and ruin it for me Anyway, a lot of people work in that toxic environment I just described, but the sad part is some of you don't even know it. Well, children, I'm here to let you know that one of the best ways to see if the place where you spend most of your time is especially venomous is the holiday potluck. Because the office potluck is where the passive aggressive can really shine. Because I refuse to believe that anyone who has the nerve to bring a kitty litter cake out in public has anything other than malicious intent. Think about it. How else can you explain Alice from HR's banana and ham casserole? And listen, that heifer knew it wasn't right to bring it because she kept apologizing while she was taking that foil off. Talking about her grandmother used to make it every Thanksgiving thinking that was going to keep us from jumping her in the ladies room for the audacity but I digress. Fam, it's culinary aggression and it shouldn't continue. Don't let your coworkers low-key try to put you in the hospital with their undercooked meats or at the very least send you to the bathroom with their mismatched foodstuffs. Speaking of culinary aggression and undercooked meats, y'all ever heard of cannibal sandwiches? Okay, so I'm from Wisconsin and apparently this is a Wisconsin thing, usually eaten around the holidays. Basically, a cannibal sandwich is lightly seasoned raw red meat, usually ground beef, with sliced raw onions in between two slices of bread. I have managed to live my entire life without eating this thing, even while living in Wisconsin, and I feel safe in saying 
that I will die without ever having tried it. I mean, mostly in honor of the ancestor who discovered fire. But I'm saying, these potlucks are dangerous, fam. You can't trust everybody with the responsibility of contributing to a potluck. It's serious, and there's a lot riding on it. So people got to bring their A-game, but that A-game is relative out here in these streets. Because kitty litter cake is an actual thing, folks. Google it. And we got to protect ourselves. At any rate, if you use this Thanksgiving day off to fellowship with your family and friends, I wish you and your people a day full of love and laughter and rest and good food. And try not to stress yourselves out during this time, okay? I'm going to sign off for now, but before I go, I just want to end with a segment I call My Favorite Things Today. I will end each podcast with a list of things that currently I love and I'm grateful for, and hopefully it can encourage you to take some time to think about the things you love too. Here we go. My favorite things today are, number one, the strings at the end of Al Jarreau's Never Explain Love. Number two, my thermal blanket. Number three. The book, Ghost Story by Peter Straub. Number four, Spike Lee's Crooklyn. Number five, The Writers from This Is Us. Number six, that series of pictures of a lion cub playing in a pile of leaves. I mean, come on. Number seven, my big coffee mug with the cat illustrations on it. It's cute. I mean, you know, it's cute. Number eight, I think that's where we are. My mother's jollof rice. Oh, my God. Number nine, Bollywood movies. Fam, they are the best, especially the dance stuff. Oh, my God. Uh, I don't know what number this is. Next, my sister friends. Next, my father's laughter, which I heard today, actually. I talked to him earlier. Uh, Lastly, but not least, a text message from my boyfriend asking, have you eaten yet? (sighs) Swoon. All right, y'all. Stay tuned for the next episode where I single-handedly end racism. I'm just playing. up everybody and welcome to the first episode of my first podcast which I would like to call the little podcast or whatever with your girl your favorite play cousin your fearless leader the biblio geek now since this is the very first episode the inaugural the aboriginal episode if you will I think I should spend a little bit of time introducing myself and give you all a preview of the show before we get into all of the shenanigans and devilment shall we First things first, let's get started with a segment I'd like to call, Who the Hell Are You? Yeah, right. So allow me to introduce myself. I'm a frustrated writer, former teacher, cracker of jokes, founding member of the Ain't Shitterati, and lover of all things literary, hip-hop, feline, and black. Now, 
I have been tossing around the whole podcast idea for over a year now, and to be honest, I didn't really know much about podcasts. I didn't even start listening to podcasts until last year, which was the one about the Vietnamese high school girl who was murdered and her Muslim boyfriend was arrested. Serial, that's the one. And I didn't really know, like, how popular these things were, but I knew that a lot of my friends preferred audiobooks. So one day I just kind of threw it out on a Facebook page. Hey, listen, does anybody listen to podcasts and which ones do you like? And a whole bunch of people came back with suggestions and Serial seemed to be on most of the list. So I checked it out. I then branched out to other ones after that, including Lovey Ajayi and Ivan Orji's Jesus and Jolof. And The Read with Kid Fury and Crystal, both of which are my faves. And I thought, shoot, I could do that. I mean, not that I got a whole lot of world changing stuff to say or anything, but every now and then I say something deep and profound. And hopefully I can time it right so that it happens right when I'm in front of this here microphone. So, yeah, a show and shit. Where I'm recording myself talking about a whole bunch of stuff I love and find interesting, right? And sprinkle it every now and then with something clever and insightful. Got it. Maybe teach y'all something every now and then? Absolutely. Maybe cuss a little bit? You damn right. Okay, so after working on the structure and all of that, I needed a name. <sighs> about that podcast name. So a couple of years ago, I started a blog. Y'all remember Blogspot, right? Yeah, it was on there. So back then I was blogging pretty regularly. I'd say at the very least once a week. And in February, I was doing a blog a day challenge where I was cranking one out every day. I was doing it mostly for personal reasons, not for attention or anything. Mostly um, doing it to get my writing muscles, which had pretty much atrophied at that time. And I was trying to get him warmed up and strong again, right? So sometime during this this time, I ran into this little raggedy woman I know who I used to work with. And uh, I ran into her at the grocery store. Fun fact, never liked her. She was, you know, one of those people who always seems to come up in stories where raggedy stuff go down. Like her name always seems to come up. Um... And she smiled too much. That I, you, I don't trust people who smile all the time. Like, you don't have a resting face. Like, your, your muscles are always in, like, a grinning rictus. Like, all the time, fam. So, I always kept our interactions sporadic because I didn't trust her. Right? Okay. So, anyway, you know how when you're out in public and you spot someone you know who is just whack and messy and exhausting and you think... Oh God, I hope she didn't see me. And then all of a sudden she turns around and catches you looking and you try to play it off like you didn't see her so that you can say, oh, I didn't see you when she tries to bust you out on Facebook or whatever. But she had already spotted me and my cart had a sticky wheel on it. You know, you know how you, some of them carts had a one wheel that all of a sudden will just stop turning and your whole cart just stops and you trying to pick it up and move it and try to skirt it around the corner and all that kind of stuff. And I was trying to yank this thing around and speed off in the other direction, but she caught up to me. So there I was pretending to not see this woman and being all obvious and she spotted me and she came right up to me. Now, she she's the type who thrives off mess, 
I mean, she lives off a diet of fat back, gossip, seltzer water, lies, and menthol cigarettes, probably. I don't know. And she is the master of hateration in the dancery and not giving the sister no credit for nothing. And she's like the second to the last person you fight in the Mortal Kombat hate edition. Not the last, though. Forget, forget that. She ain't that cold. She second to the last, though. She beastie. But anyway, so, you know, she stayed not giving somebody any credit for being dope, right? So, first thing out of her dry throat is, hey, you still doing your little blog or whatever? Like that. Like, little blog. And she did that whole hand, the flip, you know, your little thing or whatever, and you flip the hand or whatever. Mm -hmm. Just out here throwing darts, but with a big old chap lip smile and lipstick on her front teeth. They're just raggedy. And you know, I didn't quite know how to handle that back then because I was distracted. You know what I'm saying? Uh, saying my mind was on getting this bread and cereal and almond milk and rice and getting home because if my memory serves me correctly, this was in December and a huge snowstorm was coming. Okay. So I just said, yes, you know, absolutely. I am still doing that little blog. And I just kind of stood there and stared at her until she got uncomfortable and found someone else in the store whose dream she could demolish. So fast forward to a couple of weeks ago when I was thinking about what to call this podcast and I was trying to think of something witty and cute and brief. And then this incident popped in my head. So here we are with the little podcast or whatever. Now, I realize that this is just episode one and my audience at this point will probably only consist of about seven people, but in the unlikelihood that somebody stumbles on this podcast and wonders who the hell I am, I'd like to start with a one-time occurrence of a segment I'd like to call, Who the Hell Am I? Well, I am a Milwaukee native, frustrated writer, former educator, former background singer, former asymmetrical haircut and bamboo earring wearing knucklehead girl, avid reader, movie connoisseur, progeny of a dancer and a soldier, hey mom, hey dad, baby sister to a superhero, hey Rhea, high school crush turned girlfriend to a track star, hey Chris, collector of books and black exploitation flicks, uh, lover of all things hip hop, like I said before, lupus survivor, a walking, breathing, and napping vault of musical trivia, hater of nothing but avoider of all things black licorice and jacques, and lastly, the dopest cat lady you know. Meow. Now that we've got that out of the way, what should you expect from this podcast? I am glad you asked. You'll get book, movie, and music reviews, social commentary. I'll keep the political commentary to a minimum because y'all get enough of that already. We'll have random musings about food, television, relationships, weird news stories, and every once in a while, I'll ask one of my awesome friends and or family members to chime in. I'm not going to even promise a regular schedule because the way my immune system is set up. So, let's get it going with a random musing today, all right? All right. So, we're a couple of days away from Thanksgiving and I'm happy. Despite its bloody and racist beginnings, my family gets together on this national holiday to cook and eat good food and be all in each other's faces and just be ourselves. To be honest, we've never actually celebrated Thanksgiving. We just use that day off to eat a whole bunch of food and spend time with our loved ones. But this is a really stressful time for some of us. 
Yeah, I mean, we could get into the whole discussion about the stress of having to cook all the food or having family at the house, but I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about something way more stressful than that. I'm talking about the office potluck. Now, when all of these toxic, soul-crushing, anxiety-triggering workplaces capitalizing on the season of good will to make a big show of how well everybody gets along, when in reality everybody is hanging on to civility by a glue-caked eyelash and numbing themselves with bargain coffee in order to ease the stabbies. Now I'm lucky. I work in an awesome work environment where people genuinely care about each other. No, I'm not going to tell you where, because some of y'all raggedy goats will just show up with resumes and ruin it for me. Anyway, a lot of people work in that toxic environment I just described, but the sad part is some of you don't even know it. Well, children, I'm here to let you know that one of the best ways to see if the place where you spend most of your time is especially venomous is the holiday potluck. Because the office potluck is where the passive-aggressive can really shine. Because I refuse to believe that anyone who has the nerve to bring a kitty litter cake out in public has anything other than malicious intent. Think about it. How else can you explain Alice from HR's banana and ham casserole? And listen, that heifer knew it wasn't right to bring it because she kept apologizing while she was taking that foil off. Talking about her grandmother used to make it every Thanksgiving, thinking that was going to keep us from jumping her in the ladies' room for the audacity. But I digress. Fam, it's culinary aggression. And it shouldn't continue. Don't let your co-workers low-key try to put you in the hospital with their undercooked meats. Or at the very least, send you to the bathroom with their mismatched foodstuffs. Speaking of culinary aggression and undercooked meats, y'all ever heard of cannibal sandwiches? Okay, so I'm from Wisconsin, and apparently this is a Wisconsin thing, usually eaten around the holidays. Basically, a cannibal sandwich is lightly seasoned raw red meat usually ground beef, with sliced raw onions in between two slices of bread. I have managed to live my entire life without eating this thing, even while living in Wisconsin, and I feel safe in saying that I will die without ever having tried it. I mean, mostly in honor of the ancestor who discovered fire. But I'm saying... These potlucks are dangerous, fam. You can't trust everybody with the responsibility of contributing to a potluck. It's serious, and there's a lot riding on it. So people got to bring their A-game, but that A-game is relative out here in these streets. Because kitty litter cake is an actual thing, folks. Google it. And we got to protect ourselves. At any rate... If you use this Thanksgiving day off to fellowship with your family and friends, I wish you and your people... A day full of love and laughter and rest and good food. And try not to stress yourselves out during this time, okay? I'm going to sign off for now, but before I go, I just want to end with a segment I call My Favorite Things Today. I will end each podcast with a list of things that currently I love and I'm grateful for. And hopefully it can encourage you to take some time to think about the things you love too. Here we go. My favorite things today are, number one, the strings at the end of Algero's Never Explain Love. Number two, my thermal blanket. Number three, the book Ghost Story by Peter Straub. 
Number four, Spike Lee's Crooklyn. Number five, the writers from This Is Us. Number six, that series of pictures of a lion cub playing in a pile of leaves. I mean, come on. Number seven, my big coffee mug with the cat illustrations on it. It's cute. I mean, you know, it's cute. Number eight, I think that's where we are. My mother's jollof rice. Oh, my God. Oh. Number nine, Bollywood movies. Fam, they are the best, especially the dance stuff. Oh, my God. Uh, I don't know what number this is. Next, my sister friends. Next, my father's laughter, which I heard today, actually. I talked to him earlier. Uh, lastly, but not least... A text message from my boyfriend asking, have you eaten yet? <sighs> Swoon. All right, y'all. Stay tuned for the next episode where I single-handedly end racism. I'm just playing. <laughs> la, 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 la.